I'm on a mission. A mission to speak with the most inspiring people from all over the world. I want to know their stories. I want to know what stories they used to tell. And are those the same stories that they're telling today? Or did they redefine that story to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their dreams? I want to help them share their stories. Why? Because I know the power of the story. I know that it can make or break you. It can give you the world or it can tear it apart. There's always two sides going down in your head and you get to choose. Will I listen to the one that's trying to stop me or the one that keeps pushing? These are their stories. And this is the stories we tell. What's up, guys? It's your host, Jamie Messina. And today we have back again, Lauren Fredericks. So listen, when we get together, we just kind of like to shoot the shit. But uh, this one in particular, we're talking about Mental Health Awareness Month because that is what May is. And so um, we kind of got on the topic of that, but really always just a really good flow, good conversation about things that are going on. So stick around and check it out. But first, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, go ahead and hit subscribe. And if you find value in today's episode or any of the episodes that we share, please go ahead and uh, leave us a five-star review. I would totally appreciate that. It will help me reach my mission and goal of uh, rippling out to a million people. So also one more thing, if you are ready to flip the switch in your head from maybe telling yourself a story that's holding you back or um, you know, disempowering beliefs, negative thoughts, if you're ready to change that, check the description of this episode. I have a, a link there where you can get access to um, a free workbook that I created to help you begin that process of flipping the script for you. Now, I'm not going to talk anymore because let's get into the conversation with Lauren Frederick. All right. I have here with me, Lauren, I always get this wrong, Frederick or Friedrich? Frederick. <laughs> and listen, it is, it is mental health month. Mental Health Awareness Month is always Mental Health Month for me. <laughs> and we thought maybe we'd talk a little bit about that. And I was asking Lauren, just like, do you deal with any mental health stuff? Yeah, yeah. Mental health is pretty critical. I, uh, hi, everyone. Good to see you again. So we just jumped right in because yeah. you already know her. Yeah, good to hear you guys. Um, so in my, in my past life, my previous role, I worked for Talkspace, um, which was a mental health, digital mental health um, therapy company. And... That was really my first foray into like heavily understanding the space and understanding all the different triggers and coping mechanisms and kind of the nuances really to mental health. And so I'm excited we're talking about this today, particularly it being Mental Health Awareness Month. But I think secondly, because there's such a stigma around it and our ability to just normalize the topic of, of saying therapy or saying hey, I need help, or, you know, even going as Demi Lovato was one of our, um, oh. was one of our ambassadors, and it's, you know, it's okay to not be okay, mm-hmm. and you don't need to be sorry about that, and you also don't need to explain yourself to anyone, and so I think the idea of normalizing the topic and talking about mental health from an angle or a lens of you're not alone, many people are struggling with it on a very broad spectrum is okay, and I think that that's a comforting feeling so I'm pumped we're talking about it yeah and you know as you were saying that my mind's going I think especially for somebody who is like feeling like they're successful or in a space where they're a public figure or whatever I'm laughing at your shirt um 
I think it's hard to admit sometimes or publicly or to share that stuff because it's like, well, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to have it figured out. Yeah. I think we can start here. Being a public figure is so critical, but the one thing all of us forget, and it's interesting because I just attended a conference for Virgin Pulse last week and Simone Biles was the um, keynote, right? And so she talked about like Naomi Osaka and what happened at the Olympics and um, her position on the entire thing. And as as public figures, they forego a lot of, of the internal struggle for fear of scrutiny by us, by people that think we know them. And, and Simone said it many times. She's like, you know, people think they know you and they come up to you and they know your whole life. And she's like, not only are you on the world stage, but you're also expected to have mental clarity and produce and do all these great things in addition to all the scrutiny for the internet. And so... It got me really thinking about this topic, particularly with Mental Health Awareness Month, of imposter syndrome. And yes. so, like, for the normal, I wouldn't say normal, but for the standard person that... That isn't in the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> that is not in the Olympics. Yeah. Is, is, is the, and it's probably super over years. It's like the word gaslighting, like these general jargony terms. But I think we all know, it. like, imposter syndrome just does a real fucking number to our mental health and our mental awareness and our inability to hang on to that confidence or hang on to that level of like I got this it's gonna be okay like most things are temporary but feeling that anxiety or that that aggressive feeling is the worst thing for our mental health yes I mean and I'm thinking about you know Simone Biles or whatever but just people recognize me sometimes you know what I mean and they they think they know me and I know the feeling it's weird because you're like oh yeah and they're like don't you like I'm like no your picture is this tiny online like I'm sorry but yeah it's a lot yes so let's pivot to you so like <laughs> you always do this you always know, turn the- <laughs> well I'm curious right mm-hmm. because so Jamie and I live I don't know if we disclose exactly where we live but we live in St. Pete's in the same building and there's actually quite a few kind of like TikTok or Instagram influencers here. Florida seems to be like a hot spot. Yeah, same people in general. People, yeah, people are stoked. And one of which, you know, you got a load of followers. One of our other good friends has millions of followers. Yeah. And, and we see it, you know, people come up to us on the street. I'm like, this is Jamie who I can just text and shoot the shit with. And it's crazy to me because you are a human and you go through so many different things. But like these people see you and they think you're, you are great. But, you know, you've got the elements and the components of life that are tricky. So how do you deal with it? I just, it's surprising. So I was riding, did I tell you this? I was riding in a car with John, my friend John. We were driving down the street in St. Pete in his, uh, he has a slingshot so the doors are open, the windows are open and his music is super loud but somebody's like, are you Jamie? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, Messina? And I'm like, yes. And they're like screaming from the sidewalk and they're like, oh my God. And they like ran up to the car and it was like so awkward for me because, well, I'm like, if you're listening, the don't don't feel bad about it. But um, it, just because I'm like, well, who the hell am I? You know, like why? But she was excited to like see me and take a photo. And I'm like, it's so weird because we're social media brought this whole new aspect to just normal people to where like people see you differently a little bit, I guess. Or I don't know. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. But I think it's also a good opportunity to kind of like assess that situation, right? Because people think they know you 
And I think at that point, if you do the right thing, like how many of us have met our like favorite celebrities as kids and then you meet them and you're so disappointed. It's like they just see that small right. scope of your life. Yeah. And so I think it's anything like to, to pull it back into this mental health aspect. I think, you know, I like to look at life in three general presets. Like you've got past, present and future and you clearly can't fix the past and you can't predict the future. But if you live in that moment and you say like, for your example, with the slingshot, like anticipate somebody coming up to you and and kind of pre-record what you're going to say like hey lovely to meet you or like yeah. super excited and it was cool yeah it was fine it yeah was cool. yeah but i think but it same, could be right unnerving or unsettling yeah. or like you've heard of crazy fans and like people yeah doing no weird shit. i haven't had any of that 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 situation was fine but i will say this it does the back to imposter syndrome it does like it can make you worried if like your business is like oh, my business is coaching right right so like i'm like whoa but and I'm super vulnerable and I share my past. But at times I'm like, man, if I share what I'm going through in this moment, is this going to affect my business? But at the same time, I don't want to present myself online as my highlight, highlight reel because that's not real reality. And mm-hmm. that would be a disservice for the people that I coach. And so like it, it's challenging because I'm sure everyone feels that way. And that's the problem. It's perpetuating this like expectation of what we should be like and how we should be perfect and we shouldn't go through shit because everybody's just sharing their highlight reel online and we got to switch that you know mm-hmm. what I mean I think that's yeah. it's adding to mental health like yeah. crisis so bad yeah but that's what I love so much especially like about you or like you know pretty much anyone that's really understood like the cadence of how to speak to people is be approachable be relatable try to be likable not everybody is likable but if you can at least have like an honest conversation about like hey shit gets really tough or you know things are going to happen like you in in a coaching business it's like you sharing those nuances or those in-betweens are so important for people to relate to you but not only that approach you and say like hey maybe this is something I need it's I love this story this is like one of my favorite stories so my mom is my favorite human in the planet. She's just like a great human, a great, she's like the mom everybody should have. I feel very fortunate. The older I get to, I realize it. But I say this to say she's 69 years old. She's young. (laughs) I still chuckle at that age. I don't know why. I'm so (laughs) immature sometimes. And she, uh, she, she dealt with a lot, right? Like she had like first generation Italian parents, a ton of scrutiny from like just life. She's the youngest of two, whatever. She had everything. All of us have things. And after her, my grandmother passed in October, which is my last grandparent to live. She like really went through this deluge of like a ton of emotions. And I was like, you need to go see somebody. And she did. And she went to therapy and she came out so much stronger because it's just an unbiased way of like chatting with somebody. And Mm -hmm. it's not like I'm endorsing therapy right now, guys. But what I am trying to say is like, no age is right. No time is wrong. It's up to you. Like your journey is yours. We all live in this real bananas world right now. I'll stay away from all political topics right now. But Mm -hmm. the caveat to that is like, you don't have to wait for permission. I think I shared this on the last, podcast we talked about too is like particularly with mental health like nobody knows what you're going through inside and you can't expect other people to know it either so to expect treatment or have this like level of expectation from people it's not going to happen and you're going to be disappointed so like you got to just take care of yourself like mental health is all about you know, I put like a post up today. It's about you've got to rest. You've got to hydrate. You've got to just release all that anxiety. And then the most important thing, believe it or not, y'all, I'm not even from the South. I'm just going to say it. I say all y'all all the time. It's breathing. Yeah. You oh, have got did you see my to fan do post? breath work. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. 
<laughs> go check out Jamie Sampos. Yes. Yeah, no, but the, it's free. The like, first thing that changes when your state changes is your breath. Mm-hmm. Like box breathing is my favorite thing oh, to yeah. do in the world. Why didn't you put a box fan on that post? It, it only gave me the option. It was just an oscillating fan. It's one of my favorite words. <laughs> Whoever came up with the word oscillating, by the way, you deserve like... kind of reminds me of titillating. <laughs> Percolating? Yeah. Oh, Ooh, should we just go off right now? make a wrap. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, I was... I when you were just talking, I was like totally thinking of something and I lost it. <laughs> no, Nobody oh, I remember. Go ahead. So you were like, you know, what you're going through, you can't expect people to know. Well, also, I think what is important to know, is, since we're talking about mental health right now, is like, dude, I promise you, you are not alone. You're not fucking weird. Because, like, somebody would look at me and think that I never go through mm-hmm. struggles. But first of all, they, don't, may, they may not know my past, but that shit still comes up. Like, one of the things that I swear by and will always share is that my anxiety and depression will never go away yeah. fully. It's not. I just learned tools to maybe manage it better. And that sometimes those tools, I really need to dig deep in the fucking tool belt. You know what I mean? To pull them out. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it doesn't. And, you know, look at some of the famous people that have, you know, died ultimately because I know. of depression that you would never think. I love it. So, okay. So, I don't know if anybody has ever seen. I'm a huge fan of this. <laughs> this We'll get back to TikTok really quick. Sorry, guys. We're, like, on this social media box but there's a woman named Elise Myers she's a comedian I think just like one of the most authentic personalities but she has this bit she does a lot of funny things but I will say there she's got this bit which I've started to implement in my life and I think it's really interesting and I I think she's like coming out with a clothing line which I think is genius and it's called it's like I don't receive that dude Do it. <laughs> Alignment right now. Right now? On my group coaching call yesterday, yeah. one of the girls in the group mentioned this. because we Stop. Were, I was coaching through when we over when we overthink some strategies we can use. And she said, oh, you know, Jamie. She's like, Jamie, you know Elise Myers on TikTok? She says, I don't receive that. And this is what I've been saying. And I'm like, yeah. oh. She does. She, and she does it like, <laughs> you guys can't see Jamie. Elise to the hands. Oh. No, but it's like so true. Is like, I don't know if it's just like the older you get or the more experiences you have. Maybe it's just a beautiful blend of both. Like, you start to see really interesting patterns in people and, like, what makes you tick and what makes you calm and yada, yada, yada. But, like, I think what we forget... Did you say what makes you calm? Calm. Oh, calm. <laughs> Sorry. My face was just like, what? Wow. <laughs> I mean, maybe that too, but I thought that this was, like, maybe a PG-13 It was your podcast. accent. <laughs> too funny. But that's Sorry. the truth, right? Like, we don't... Like, I think what we forget, actually, like, because I have such a terrible memory, but I will go back and read this quote that I put on Instagram yesterday because I thought it was like really important guys I'm sorry I'm like holding up the, the party no, here no worries but this is oh this is that quote you're so focused on everything you aren't you're forgetting everything that you are like yeah. mental health like 101 mental health 101 should be do you know who you are like a lot of times we're like fragments of things because we think we have to be like someone or compare ourselves to other people like if you're confused by the whole state of how to like find solace and and balance yourself, ask yourself one simple question: like, who am I? Mm. What do I want in life? And I don't know. Maybe that's a loaded question, but it's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, and I will say this: like, of you know, worrying about everything that we aren't. One of the things that I try to do, and I don't do it often enough, is like before I go to bed, just focus on ten things that I achieved in the day, and they don't have to be big, big things. Just like little things, but to go to bed and do that before, instead of thinking about all the fucking shit that you didn't do and that you aren't and that you aren't doing, and like, it's a little helpful. Yeah. Well, I think that and then like the long game of life too, right? Like, 
there's two master games we play. The short game, which just appeases kind of the super ego. I'm probably effing this all up. So if you're a psychiatrist or psychologist listening to this and I'm effing up id, id, the id, ego, the ego and the super, super ego. ego. Like that short game plays to your super ego and like all the things that you like want to achieve and your ambition, like all that stuff is really good. But the long game, like we forget how far we've come so frequently. So it's not even like that daily, like the days are long, but the years are short. So like Jamie and I are both from the Northeast. We had a really profound conversation around the Boston bombing, right? Like which happened, we were both there. It was just by default, one of the most traumatic things I think anybody could go through, but nonetheless, like your home city and where you're living at the time. And like you think about those people and how that just generally impacted their whole life and the, and the plot twist and the course correction that they've had to make is like, you don't have to think about it every day and harp on it, but like that's another thing with mental health is like you've got to have a little bit of a forgetful memory and you've got to move on. Like you can't hold on to that shit. It's not saying you're going to resolve all your stuff, but like traumas are going to happen, experiences are going to happen, anxieties are going to happen, but you have to learn how to move on. And like just release some of that shit because sitting on it is doing nothing but stressing you out. So what do you do to release your shit? I'm a big meditator. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am really big on like when I feel really down, I reach out to other people to lift them up because that brings my spirits mm-hmm. up. Yeah, same. So I can get on a coaching call. Totally. It doesn't matter what I was feeling before. Yeah. Afterwards, it's like good. Or volunteering, like giving back is is something I don't think enough of us do. Like, I think volunteering... Are you getting emotional? I love you so much. (laughs) I do. I'm a huge person, like, a big advocate of volunteering. Like, let's do it, man. Let's get the building together. Let's go. Let's go do something. Let's go. Yeah. I know it's Cinco de Mayo. Maybe we forego (laughs) the margaritas. margaritas. (laughs) No, but it's true. What do you do? To to feel better? Yeah. Well, number one, yes, like, coaching or something like that, but I ride my bike to the pier. Yeah. Instead of annoying. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional again. So also like practicing awareness, like sometimes for me, I have this disconnect between my brain and my feelings. Like my eyes will well up and my throat will close, but I don't feel in my my brain or my mind, like I don't know why. So we could be talking about something and I don't feel sad, but it's bringing up emotion. And I'm like practicing awareness around that. Well, my body's trying to tell me something. So did I block something out? Am I blocking out like... Why is this happening? So just journaling is a big one. Yeah. I like that. Figured it out. <laughs> yeah. What? I think journaling and then also like, I love that you're a coach, but for anybody that, you know, Jamie's got a thriving biz is like, you yourself like can be the solution to a lot of the things too. I think mm-hmm. you know, people think that there's like some crazy algorithm or formula right. to like figure out anxiety. And, you know, we throw these fancy terms out and particularly with, with therapy is like GAD7, PHQ9, all of that is great and dandy, but, but you know, the truth is, is like most people don't even know what's bothering them. You can't just say generally I'm stressed. Like, what are you stressed about? You've got, you know, I got, a, I got divorced four years ago and, and Jamie and I were chatting before we heavily prepared for this podcast <laughs> today. Yes. And, um, and I started going to therapy because I was getting a divorce and I was like, Jesus, I don't want to talk to my friends about all this nonsense like they don't need to hear this they don't give you great like no but like the interesting thing about what I like learned through like the process of therapy and the process of like talking things out is that what is actually like bothering you is not the root of things Right. right like I didn't get divorced because of x y and z like 
generally speaking, what I needed, I wasn't getting. And like getting to that, like pulling the onion and the layers back, like it's everything is so over-engineered and over-complicated. You'd be surprised at how easy it is to find peace and happiness in your life. Yeah. You know, it's not like all the things. It's just like you've got to identify what it is. So anyways, I'm belaboring the point. But, you know, Mental Health 101 is... You got to take care you of yourself. Have, and you have the tools. Exactly yeah. what you said. Like, I'm a coach, but I coach people on how, that they have the tools, like, within them. There's nothing outside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to just flip the scripts. Yeah. You going to make me cry? Maybe. <laughs> oh, great. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I am pretty emotional today. Yeah. No, but you're a coach, right? And you've got, like, loads of people you talk to, both one-on-one and in group. And, like, what is, like, thematically the number one thing that you feel people struggle with? it all comes down to not feeling worthy that's like really the main thing anything that anything that anyone feels when you keep asking the questions why 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 it's not feeling worthy or not feeling good enough and why do you think i know why that is why or at least um when we were young okay so do you want to hear about this totally (laughs) because we're gonna get into some shit about mel robbins in a second when we were young we literally listen everything that we are today is mostly not us it's things that we learned, that we viewed, that we saw from other people, our parents, our teachers, our siblings. Some of those people were not healthy in themselves, and too. And so we learned this and we carried this through life, and it became what we learned and what we do. Now, when we're young, we are innately ourselves. So let's say, for example, you go out to dinner with your parents at a restaurant, you're three, four years old, and you love to sing, and that's just like what you love to do, and you're like, yeah. And so you're in a quiet restaurant, or you're having dinner, and you start belting it out. You know, you're three or four, you might not be a very good singer, and your parents think you're just yelling or whatever, and they're like, shh, Jamie, or Lauren. Quiet your mouth. We're going. We're going to bring you home. You're not getting ice cream. You're going straight to bed. Shut your mouth. And you're thinking, man, I'm just doing what I love. I'm just being me. Why? Should, why am I getting in trouble for this? And you learn in that moment, like, wow, when I'm myself, that's when I get punished. Like, that's not okay to be me. And so little things like that, like your parents don't know what they're doing, but through your entire life, it just re hammers in. When I'm myself, this is bad. So you learn to not love yourself because when you are yourself, you're being punished mm-hmm. or, you know, not welcomed or whatever. And so we have a bunch of human beings that are now adults that don't even know why they don't love themselves. And really it goes back to like, you were a baby. Yeah. 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 Even just crying or showing your emotion. Stop crying. You know? Yeah. Like, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. And, you know, I, um, I think something that's really interesting too. So we, we, I say this from a worthy perspective is not only do you learn that behavior, but I think what happens adjacently is it starts to really just change what interests you in a very subliminal way. Right. So like you're in, Hopefully it was like a ground round and your parents paid 46 cents for you to eat. Because remember you used yeah. to have to weigh yourself. Oh yeah, we had one right down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, let's just like take that for example. What if you were meant to be like a good singer? Right. Right? And then I've used this example all the time. Like if you tell a fish to fly, he's going to fail at his life. And so like what if that was your thing? Yeah. And And throughout your whole life that's all you wanted to do and you didn't have an advocate to say like go do it. And like there are some cool people. Like if you ever watched the pink documentary I'm like she would be the dopest mom because mm. she's super like do that's your thing. why I want to be a mom <sighs> I love that yeah up oh, here it comes <laughs> but that's exactly it right like it's so sad because you're so fickle and you're so vulnerable and you don't know otherwise so you kind of like take the advice of your elders and like I read this crazy stat I think it's true if you're a doctor you can prove this <laughs> But like at 13, girls lose all their like that confidence, yeah. their cape confidence. I would even say nine. Yeah. 
I mean, 13, yeah, but I yeah. noticed at nine years old when I worked with kids yeah. and my niece. And, like, at nine years old, there is some kind of switch. There is. It is. It's this crazy switch. And it's, you know, <laughs> completely off off mark. But Natalia and I were walking down to the water the other day. And we just, like, both had, like, a – we got beat the fuck up at work. It was just, like, one of those that you're, like, I can't believe I've survived. But I have. And I looked at her and I was, like, I – now know why people that are thriving in a career or like very financially successful or whatever your definition of success is all of a sudden just hang up like the corporate coat and they're like fuck it I'm gonna open a smoothie shop (laughs) I'm like I get that Mm -hmm. because whatever is you're passionate about like we all have thresholds and we all have that switch and at some point you're like none of this matters because if I die or get hit by a bus tomorrow that's gonna suck and you can yeah Robin Arzan like on a real rabbit hole right now but Robin Arzon if anybody's a Peloton rider she talks about that all the time because her story was pretty wild she was like in a bar and somebody came and poured gasoline yeah oh I know that story crazy story yeah, oh, and then she was yeah yeah and yeah. she's like I don't want to be a lawyer anymore and I was like yeah. okay no, and she's like a master Peloton anyways all this to say you gotta like listen to your gut your intuition you've gotta follow it and again stop waiting for that permission stop waiting for people to give you like any kind of approval or sign off because Haters are going to hate regardless of you doing good or bad. You see this. Oh, my goodness. You know, you see the trolls. You see the people that make the judgments, and you're like... It comes from within them, about them. Yeah. Actually, I, you just shared something, and I have it on my heart to share, so I feel like I should. Um, just if somebody is listening, and they're thinking, well, look, you guys, you're saying just keep going. I don't have that in me. I don't have that in me. Dude, I promise you, I don't either, but I just fucking move one foot in front of the other. Like, what else is there to do? You know, like mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. have to. And when you mm-hmm. do that, you realize, all right, I, I moved one more step. Like I took another step. Yeah. Just like keep taking steps towards That's it. whatever. And guess what? With those steps forward come, <clears throat> excuse me, plenty of steps back. Yeah. And you're, you're also not alone. Sometimes like, you get thrown back. <laughs> zero, zero, Jamie, you're one. Like none of us have this figured out. Let's be very clear. Yeah. I don't give a shit if you're Adele mm-hmm. and you're like crushing life right now or you're seemingly like the most careless or carefree person, nobody has it figured out. Yeah. And and if you and, and if they say that, they're lying to you. Yeah. We all know that. So you just got to do your thing. You got to you got to just find peace in what individually makes you tick. Identify what those those triggers are and, and figure out how to cope with it in a way that's going to be safe. Yeah, man. Well, I'll say this. Um, you just keep keep walking and surround yourself with people like Lauren. Because I'm lucky. I just go out on my porch and I'm like, are they out there? And they can see if I'm crying or something and tell me to come over. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just find yourself some good people, you know. And I, I, I would suggest like researching how to find good people or recognizing vampires so that you don't yeah. find yourself in a group that's going to be safe. Right. You can be more right. Like that's a great, I think we're ending yeah, I think we're ending, but <laughs> I think... Wait, what are you looking at? Are we ending? I'm just looking at your timer. Oh, um, I was just checking the time. Oh, nice. We can end, but... Yeah, well, whatever you want. I mean, but... I kind of want to utilize Lauren as my therapist right now. I'm just kidding. I will. <laughs> I will give you unsolicited advice. No, so maybe we don't end, but um, I love that concept of, like, your tribe, right? Like, it's so interesting because we took the ASVABs. I feel, like, I feel like I've said it's so interesting 62 times, so if I have, I apologize. <laughs> um, in high school, we had to take the ASVABs, which is... I don't know if they do that anymore, but it's like, what are you going to do when you grow up? So it's like a mm. psych test that tells you all the things. And <clears throat> my mom was always like, what do you love? I was like, I love people. Like, I just love talking to people and understanding them. And 
I was just chatting with them and the ASVABs came back like you should be in hospitality and you should be in a customer service role and I kind of am like I was an instructor fitness instructor and now I'm in like a account relationship role yada yada but you have got to find people who bring the magic out you bring the magic out in you you, you. but can deal with the madness Yeah, yes. Like you, you know, you're going to piss some people off. You're going to be too much for some people. Fuck those people. Those are not your people. Mm-hmm. Pardon my French. Maybe that's harsh. But like there are great people out there. You never know who you're going to meet. But if you spend your time, like Jamie just said, letting these like vampires and energy suckers take all your shit, there's going to be no pie left. And your girl loves pie, mm-hmm. particularly apple pie. So go yeah. out. There's 8 billion people in the world. If you have a bad cast of characters in your current crew, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. Like that is your choice. You need to absolve okay. yourself of these lunatics or the people that. And maybe you know everybody's there for a season, a reason, a change, whatever that quote is. It's true. Like yeah. you've got your season core. Season, reason, or a lifetime. There you go. Yeah, and every, you learn. And just because you lose them doesn't mean that it's lost. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah. Should we end on that? Yeah. I feel like. You, <laughs> I feel like it should be like a four season song or Earth oh. Wind and Fire song or something. <laughs> I have this song, All the Trees Are Great. There you go. Ooh, this is a good, good And the sky is great. Yes. All right, so that's that's what we're going to call this. All the trees are brown and the sky is great. Yeah. Earth but fire, there's uh, sun coming at the end of it. Yeah. Because we had to bring it back yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it's important, too, guys, if, if there is something serious going on, there are many hotlines and folks that you can reach out to, National Suicide Hotline. Um, you know, you're not alone in this, so it's really important to say that as well. There's, there's loads of... Um, there's loads of help out there and people are willing to listen and you're worth it. You're worth here, staying here and, and being here with all of us. So if that is a serious concern, make sure you take care of yourself. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Thanks right. for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Cheers. All right, guys, that was Lauren Frederick. Always a great conversation. Um, listen, if you enjoyed that episode, please consider going and leaving a review. Leave us some feedback. What did you like? You know, share, share with us. We want to hear from you. So, um, That's it for today. I will be back again soon. I hope you have a beautiful week.